Hey everyone, welcome to the Communication Coach Podcast, where I'm going to help you to create successful change through powerful and honest conversations. I am your host, Nikki Perfect. Hi, welcome to episode nine of the Communication Coach. Very happy to have you here with me today. And today is Thursday, the 21st of December. So here in the UK, we are fast approaching Christmas Day, which is widely celebrated. And we're in our festive holiday season. And generally, perhaps it's the same wherever you are, but generally it's very busy time of year. The schools are broken up, the kids are on holiday, the parents are still working probably up until the end of the week, trying to fit in buying presents, having family round, seeing friends, going out on social events, all into just a few days. And then finally on Christmas Day and Boxing Day, probably spending the time with friends and family or going away if they they have any sense. And it was about, um, I was looking at some alerts that I have registered on Google and looking at words that were being used and searches specifically around this time of year. And the biggest search for the medical profession at the moment is mental health illness and I'm only talking about the UK that's all I've been looking at really and it shows that at this time of year loneliness and mental health illness and depression and feelings of sadness can really affect people. Now I've been doing a 12 days to Christmas video short video series on my Facebook page if you want to follow that that's at the communication coach on Facebook and just giving you some suggestions because this time of year isn't happy for everybody it's not a time of year that people sometimes associate with sadness or even wanting to talk about loneliness but it happens a lot and especially in the elderly and also those that have perhaps had recent relationship breakups or are single and are struggling to come to terms with some sort of loss or crisis in their life. But also Christmas is a time when we get to people together sorry with people that perhaps we don't spend a lot of time with and that can also bring its issues and challenges and difficult conversations especially when we spend time with family who don't have the same values and belief system as we do so when you're a child generally that you get brought up in a way and have the same Christmas every single year depending on who brings you up and and where you are and as you get older and you leave home and you look to develop your own sense of self you start to look at how you spend your own Christmases and perhaps change them. Now this of course can bring you into conflict especially with new partners who perhaps bring their own way of Christmas into your life and there will be discussions around how that works. There'll be discussions around whose family you should spend Christmas with if you don't have enough space to spend it with everybody or that you choose to not spend it with everybody and to just shut yourself away. So let's concentrate on us and that self-talk. So we're going to concentrate on the self-talk that we give to ourselves when things aren't going particularly well or we're facing a challenge and how that can play on our minds and become blown into a situation that it doesn't necessarily have to be. And a lot of this is down to breaking down in communication and also our own general habits. And now next year, as we move into 2018, we're going to be talking a lot lot about behavior change. I've been doing a lot of work in my coaching 
business around behavior change and having a lot of success in creating new habits and helping people to become more conscious in the present and enjoy the moment rather than worrying about the moment. And then when they've established what it, it is exactly that is worrying them, helping them to find a way over that hurdle. And the same applies for Christmas. If you are overwhelmed and feeling out of your depth, perhaps you've got lots of people coming around, perhaps you're looking to make a really good impression because maybe it's the first time your in-laws have come around or whatever the reason is, if this is a difficult time for you, then you'll be having perhaps some negative self-talk telling you that perhaps you're not worth it or some imposter syndrome telling you that you can't do this, that you're not good enough to do this, why should you be doing this? You might be having that chaos of having to share a child with somebody else because you've come out of a relationship with them and all the emotions that go with that, especially around the Christmas period. So it's about taking time for yourself and recognising that you might well feel overwhelmed and you might well have very strong emotions linked to Christmas. And the words that you use for yourself might be bringing you down and not helping you to move forward with those challenges. Now, often we hear words, people use sentences like, I'm having a bad day. I'm having a bad day. Now, when we say words like I am having, it means we will have because we are talking and creating a future, an immediate future for ourselves. So by changing the words so to say I'm having a bad moment rather than I'm having a bad day will help you to move past that initial feeling of thinking the whole day is ruined, this is a bad day, I don't know how I'm going to get through it. Now, a mentor of mine, Rob Moore, he always says that every day is the same and I find this very interesting and I get this, but every day is the same. We have good or bad moments in it and we have choices that we make during those good or bad moments and we can choose to let the bad moment affect the whole day or we can go, that was a bad moment, what can I do to improve it, what have I learnt from it and how can I move forward? Now that's really easy in the cold light of day to say that and to sit here and go, yeah, yeah, that's really easy, we can just do that, we can move forward, it doesn't matter. And of course when you're emotionally driven, when your emotions are driving your thought process, it's a lot harder to do that. So it's about being in the moment and it's about being logical and it's about getting back in contact with your human brain. And the other thing that we do a lot is we live either in the past or in the future and not in the now. Now if you watch children they generally don't worry about the past or the future. They're very black and white and they're living in the now. And everything is about now. And as, as adults, we get frustrated and confused by all the other things that are going on in our thought processes and the little voice inside our head that tells us all about the emails we have to do, about the kids that we have to pick up, about the shopping we have to get, what's happening at work, who do I need to email, who do I need to call, how's this going to work, how are we going to do that, what's happening tomorrow, what happened yesterday, why did they say that to me, and on and on and on. And it all just keeps going in our brains and controls us in a lot of ways and stops us from living in the now and in the present. And especially as we approach this festive period and we're thinking about all the things that we want to do and I don't know if you can relate to this but certainly today I've been running around and having to stop myself and go hang on a sec let's just, just enjoy the moment let's just enjoy the time I have here with Meg at the moment she's 11 you know in a few years time she's going to be wanting to move on and not spend as much time with us in her role now as she is and which you have to accept as part of life and growing up but really just to enjoy the moment and to stop worrying about the past and stop thinking about the future and just to be in the moment and to quiet that voice 
quiet that self-doubt and have a planning process a lot of times we don't have strategies and plans in process we do when we're doing big projects at work and actually when you're planning a meal or when you're thinking about how am I going to deal with that conversation with Uncle Albert who always eats his Christmas dinner way before everybody else in fact he's eaten it before I've even sat down and that really annoys the heck out of me how am I going to address that and what are we going to do about that and how can we move that forward so it doesn't ruin my day and there are simple ways that you can do this. For example, if you have an Uncle Albert who tends to eat all his food before you've even sat down or doesn't have any consider or appears not to have any consideration for other people, then we can have conversations very early doors about that and say things like, you know, Uncle Albert, I'd really appreciate it if you just waited until we all sat around the table because I haven't really seen you and it'd be great to catch up and we can sit and have dinner together. And he's likely to say, yes, of course, no problem at all. He probably doesn't even realise what he's doing because most of us don't. Most of us live in an unconscious way and we do actions and behaviours that we don't even think about. And as we become more conscious of our behaviours, then we can change them. And we can use communication and honest conversation to highlight how we're feeling. And it's important that we always take responsibility for how we are feeling and don't try and blame other people. A lot of the time, you'll hear people having conversations like, you make me feel, you did this. Well, well, no, that's not true. Because what's happened is your emotional chemical reaction is the reaction from you to the experience that you're having, not the other person causing the reaction in you. And we, we talk about more about that in other podcasts and we'll talk more about that next year definitely as we're looking to do more around behaviour change. So as you approach this Christmas festive period, I, I really hope that you're looking forward to it and that you're not surrounded by overwhelm. But if you are and you do have those little voices, here are just a few tips for you to change how you think about things. So it's not a bad day, it's just a bad moment. So that's the first one. The second word is to change the words it's in the way to on the way I recently read that I the author escapes me at the moment but it's in the way not it's on the way not in the way which is another great way of just changing the words around always accept responsibility for your own emotions so when you're talking to somebody about your emotions tell them this, this is how you feel and tell them why it is that you feel this and tell them what it is exactly that it is happening and what they are doing that's causing you to feel concerned or to feel angry or feel frustrated and the way you can do that is just to say look when you do that so it's always the behavior that they do so when you do that I feel this so I'm taking responsibility for my emotions and because and now I'm going to tell you why I feel that way and it might be that they don't even know that that is what's happening or that they are causing a reaction or that they're even doing that behavior we are so entrenched in our own behaviours and our own habits and our own communication styles that we never stop and consciously live and watch what we're doing. And then when we do, or when somebody challenges us around that and we think, wow, gosh, I didn't even know that I was doing that, then we can change it. But it's not until we become aware of it that we, that we can change it. And it's not until somebody tells us and the impact that we might be causing or the effect that it is having on them, even though they're taking responsibility for their own emotions, that we can change. And we do this all the time. And we walk away from conversations and we go, I have no idea what they meant. And instead of asking them what they meant and having that honest conversation, we make up the rest of the conversation in our own heads. So we walk away going, right, I bet that they meant this. And then we'll change it into a whole 
way of meaning without checking in, build it up into a whole conversation in our heads, walk away, come back to it, walk away, come back to it, walk away, come back to it. And then we'll address it maybe two or three weeks later and say, I wasn't sure what you meant when you said this. And they'll go, oh, I meant this. And it was something completely different from what you had made up in your head. You spent that whole time worrying rather than being happy and living in the moment. You spent the whole time worrying about a conversation because you didn't check in and check the meaning. So as you approach the Christmas weekend, if you're in the UK and you're running around doing all your shopping, getting a list ready, getting your strategies in place, there's just a couple of things I'd like to say to you is one is breathe. Uh, it's been shown that if you can consciously breathe three times in and out, three times a day, you'll be back in the moment and it will help you to control how you're feeling, control the overwhelm, control the sabotaging voice inside your head and just be conscious and present and just to take some time. And if it is a tough time for you, if the Christmas period is a tough emotional time for you and you have that voice that says to you, this is a really difficult time, this is a really difficult period for me, then ask yourself specifically what it is. What is the difficulty? Is it the loss? Is it the feeling of sadness you get when you think of another person that's left you or died? Is it the being on your own? Is it being lonely? Because if it is, there are things that you can put into place to lessen that. And also don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of the emotion and don't give yourself such a hard time. I often talk to people who have lost people that they loved and cared about and they have this expectation that they should be over it. Yeah, it was great. You know, I had all these years with my mum, I loved her, or all these years with, with Bill, my husband, I loved him dearly, we had a great relationship and I'm very lucky to have had those years But it's and I've just got to accept that and move on. And you can see and tell by the way they're talking that they're not ready to accept that and move on. And the other thing is don't be afraid to ask for help. Sometimes I think we worry too much about asking for help. And I know that I do. I know even just probably on Christmas Day, I won't ask for help. And I'll need it at some stage. So ask for help because people will help you. Sometimes we just have to ask. And we think that other people should see rather than asking. And that's all about us. So I hope you have an incredibly good Christmas period if you live in the UK. If you're not living in the UK and you don't celebrate Christmas, I hope you have a great weekend and a great rest of your week. And I look forward to speaking to you either next week or in the new year. And I've got some really exciting news about where we're going with the podcast next year and really concentrating on helping people to manifest their own behavior change and change their habits and move towards their goals and create successful lives. So thank you again for listening. 2017 for me has been amazing. And I really appreciate your time and your feedback. And have a, have a great weekend. Have a great Thursday, wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Take good care. Hi, it's Nikki here again. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Just to let you know, if you'd like to follow me on any of my social media feeds, you can get more free, valuable information at at Nikki Combs Coach on Twitter. That's N-I-C-K-Y-C-O-M-M-S Coach on Twitter. The Communication Coach on Facebook and on my website, www.thecommunicationcoach.co.uk. Thanks for listening.